Here we go again for the 11th time. Sarah Abenawi is running, has run her 11th Ragnar on her way to 12 Ragnars, which would then earn her the Ragnar Immortal classification. Yours truly is an immortal. I'm also an immortal, so I have a lot to share. But we're going to talk about a race today that I have not had a chance to do. The Bourbon Chase. That's in... Well, Sarah, welcome to the podcast. You tell me where it's at. <laughs> thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having me. And thank you for providing this platform for me to share my experience. It's super fun. I love it. <laughs> so um, Bourbon Chase is in Kentucky, and you are actually chasing bourbon because you're going. You're starting a Jim Bean, the distillery. You're going from one to the other. Um, um, I can't remember the order, but like we've done J- Jim Beans. We've done um, Brad Bar, Bradtown, I think, or Bartown. Yeah, Bartown. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Woodford. Well, that's um, nice one too, yeah. Four Roses. Yeah, so like there was a few of them. And um, so when we were Van One and we started. What time? 5.30 a.m. Okay. But so here's the thing. Something about Bourbon Chase, I think, because it's it's a very challenging course. Most of the people that come there, they are very like, you know, elite athletes around here. like very fast. So. Okay. I was killed like a million times. I'm telling you, no shame. I'm, I'm, I'm fi- like I'm pursuing immortal, and like for me, the goal is to finish. Of course. So I didn't want to push myself um, for kills. <laughs> let's explain. Let's explain what that means. So the value of surviving on number nine, ten, and eleven is very, very high because if you get so injured that you can't finish because you were just kind of overdoing it or overrunning. Yeah. You just blew your whole immortal bid. Exactly. So it makes sense that at number 11, you're like, I'm not doing a single thing beyond what I have to because I got to get this done. Right. It's awesome. And then, yeah, I was I was just very, I'm doing a lot of like self-care, make sure that like, and I'm running right and I'm like taping my legs when I need to. And, you know, coming from last year, like I had a shin, shin splints on both legs and I'm doing immortal. That was, it was hard on me and I'm starting to feel the pain. And honestly, what's been helping me too is I've been seeing my chiropractor um, twice a week um, oh, okay. because, you know, it helps with, I do, like he does two different techniques with me to help me stay, um, you know, healthy, able to run. So he does the Graston method in um, active release therapy, which is called sure. ACT. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look them up. They're two, like really good. It helps athletes to continue with their races right. um to run and stuff so and he's helped a lot of other friends too and drinkers and foodies um so you know i swear by him so he's very helpful um yeah and i had really long like van one had like really really long legs in comparison to van two um so um my give first, me examples so like van two would see three <clears throat> five three Three, five, six, something, and then that's the maximum they had. We had like 7.9, 7.3, 8, 9 miles. Like it was just. Those are really long runs. Yeah. And then, and for me, I didn't have any short legs. Like, um, so I had 7.3, my first leg, my second leg was 6.5, and then my last leg was 7.9. So. I'm going to backtrack for a second. Mm-hmm. The team that you were on, what was the name of the team? Do you remember? Not today. That's what they're called, not today. How did you know the team? Oh, so I know Mark. He's from Michigan. And then a few of others like Reese, Betsy, um, um, and Lindsay. They're all from Michigan. I've ran with them before. Um, I've been on Mark's team. Like, this is the third 
team up on. Okay, so you, so you reduced them with them a little bit, so you knew them. So you weren't necessarily a mercenary. You were. Yeah. You were on the team. Yeah. That's the tough part, right? It's like either you want to be almost in charge of the team and make sure it goes the way it should go, or you want to be a mercenary and be like, I don't know any of you. Yeah. And I don't care. So. So I didn't know anybody on the second van. We it's just. Um, but they had they were faster and they were like they had shorter legs, so we had less time to rest on top of having the longer legs. Um, so it kind of wish somebody had told you which van to be in. I know it was tough, <laughs> um, but we we did it. You know, by hook or by crook, we did it. We kind of like we we ate when we could and we hydrated. Uh, we did everything we can. Um, we stopped at the distillery and enjoyed it. Like were the distilleries we open? Uh, not Jim Bean at, at 5.30 a.m., but after that, they were giving away mugs and stuff when we left. We should have waited because our rider had like eight miles or something, so we could have waited and had coffee there. But then we went to a gas station. We got coffee. We got some stuff before we had to run. Before COVID, I heard it was really <clears throat> a heck of an experience where all the distilleries were having parties all day and all night oh. for the event. But then after COVID last year, it seemed like most of the distilleries were closed. Yeah. They, they were the parking lots were open, but they weren't open for the good times that were had years before. So it's interesting to hear that maybe they're open, maybe they aren't. Yeah, no, they were open during I don't know, like so the ones that we went through as Van One, they were open and they were doing um, tasting. Um, and um, I saw actually two people that I know from Van Two. They were touring. The distillery is during the day. I'm like, you're supposed to be resting. What are you doing? And they're like, oh, hoo hoo. Like they're trying a little like. That's fun. <laughs> That's really funny. So you're not supposed to be drinking, in but they have these, you know, tasting. So it's I think it's Sarah. It's the bourbon chase. I, I mean, know. you have to do some drinking. Like it's <laughs> you have. I mean, even if you're like if you're not taking it serious like a Ragnarian, you'd still have to. You'd have to. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a real bourbon per person, but uh, um, I I enjoyed everything else, like I, the bourbon beer or like the bourbon sure. burger or like all these other products. But it's, it's really interesting. Like it's it's a whole thing, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. As that's what Jenny said. It's it's a it's, it's a whole it's a different experience. Yes, it is. I, I think Bourbon Chase was Bourbon Chase before Ragnar purchased it. Oh, similar to how Reach the Beach was in New England and oh, okay. in uh, Washington State. The um, yeah, I didn't know that. So how was the course? Like rolling hills, I figure. It was, yeah, but it was very, it was tough because it's rolling hills and because and it's eight long, miles. Yeah, and in the long, yeah, long miles. And uh, um, the sun came out the last leg. So the last leg for the last 12 legs, it was kind of hot with the sun, but it was the, the, the breeze was cool. So like you were, you stay, we, it was nice. It's nice. It yeah. was really nice running weather, I think, even with the sun coming out and being hot. Um, I ran with my sweater the whole time, except that towards my end of my eight miles, I was really, really hot and the sun was out. So it was just, I had to take my sweater out. So um, nice. Yeah. Um, why did you choose bourbon chase over New Jersey? Um, it, I was on a team and it deferred, so I didn't want to like just Ooh, yeah. drop my team. <laughs> good answer. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the distillery was pretty cool. Was there any sort of like festival environment? Was there any like towns that were involved? Oh yeah. So we were we in our our night leg as Van One. There was this town. What time? Um, I want to say around like ten o'clock, right. ten yeah. o'clock at night. So we did. Um, 
was it? No, it was nine o'clock. It was it was early early in the night. Yeah. It wasn't that late, but they had like high schoolers make like there was a spread of cookies. That's cool. F- by the town for the people. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they had like coffee, hot chocolate, and water, and there was <clears throat> a DJ. That's nice. Um, uh, in the town, they had like the stores open. Yeah. For people to go shopping. At nighttime, that's cool. At nighttime. Well, that's smart because if. 1,300 Ragnarians are going to come through there. That's what you want to do. They want to make, yeah. And then they, they had, like, the cool, like, pecan-covered bourbon. And then they had, like, all these, like, little bourbon products. And they had soap. And they had, you know, these, like, little town They're like, of, come on, tourists. Come buy our yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the cutest thing was they had uh, a map of the United States. And they had, like, star stickers. And they asked people to put the star where they come from. And oh my God, everybody's from all over the states. It's like awesome. And That's pretty cool. And I think I'm telling you, this is my favorite thing about Ragnar is that I have a friend from all over the states, like yeah. people that I know, and I like you know been through like the rough times together at Ragnar. Yeah, it's so nice. <laughs> um, I love it. So it was it was just nice to look at that map and just kind of enjoy it. Um, I really miss my West Coast girls. Yeah, Ma- Mandy, Randy, Rhonda. That's that, <laughs> that's my jam right there. Those three are my. They're my girls out west, and uh, I, I miss them. But because we did a few Ragnars together, and we've traveled together, it's you. You do have a bond that's yeah forever. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a special bond, and it stays. And I feel like you know oh, that's awesome. It's like you know that's that's my big takeaway. It's like all the awesome people that you make friends with, and you stay in contact with. So, so um, what so what else was notable about Bourbon Chase? Um. Again, I gotta say, like, the locals were like very welcoming. They were really nice, and they're like, "Please come again." And um, I th- probably that not having it last year the way it was because we didn't stop at that town. I think because I don't remember it okay. from last year. Well, you did it last year too. I did it last year. Oh, so but I was van two, okay. so I, I have no point of reference because I'm van one this time. Um, but. Uh, I just remembered from Michigan Road, they changed the course. So also, I, even though I did it last year, they changed the course. So I don't remember some of the exchanges, but that Michigan Road. Now, let's come back. Because, like, you know, things mesh in my, my mind. I understand. Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah, so, like, again, the locals were great. You know, we had people, like, beeping at us because, like, you run through highways, too. Um, right. And I think that's one of the toughest part is the highway part or like you know when you're on a smaller street like towards the end one of the last legs it's a very steep hill with no shoulder and it's like one like one way each right and then cars are going and the runners are going and i'm like that's a shit show (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's they can only work with what they got course wise you know and that's so i get it and it was were you i hope you were running towards the traffic yeah so but but the nice thing is again it's regnarians it's the locals who are aware of the runners so everybody's just like making their way around the runners and taking like it's every like it's kind of like the system worked it worked itself and it was nice um but to me, honestly, when I was running in um, in a highway, it was it was tough. Um, and again, like <clears throat> so, my experience harder than a ridge or a cliff. No, not really. Harder than the dark. 
the dark is the worst. <laughs> uh, so it's like the ridges and then dark and then highways. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, my night run. So I told you my, my night run was supposed to be 6.5. But I kind of like, you know, nicely asked number five to like switch with me. So I took his 3.4 because like we didn't have enough like our van to like kind of zoomed by their very short legs, which I'm, you know. I'm not very bitter about it, you know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> well. Um, I mean, you can you can you can break it down if you want mm -hmm. to, because this is the break it down for Bracken's well, podcast. Well, so they were you know? fast, the faster runners, right. and I think that in the hindsight, maybe we had a, we should have switched vans because we were like the slower runners, you know, with our paces and all. So I think faster runners, faster runners want shorter legs so that they <clears throat> have fast times and don't have to work hard. I guess. So you guys just got worked. Yes, we we got worked, and I actually even with the three point four miles, I was like I thought I was doing good, and you know, so a big part of my leg was running in between a farm where like there are cows, I think, or some sort of animals on one right. side, and the other side is like a field, and it was dark, so I kept hearing steps. And I'm like, I'm thinking it's a runner, but I don't see a light. So it wasn't a runner. So there was a step. Somebody was following me, but I'm just thinking maybe that's just my imagination. Right. And I'm like, I'm just like, I'm going to go faster and go faster and go faster until like something happened in my legs that it's both of them seized at the last mile. And I'm like, I started wobbling and I just, and then I texted my team and I'm like, Hey, um, I, my legs are hurting. I, I, I don't know what happened, but I think it's just like I cramped in both legs. So I started like kind of dragging myself and I was like limping basically. Oh my God. And then they're like, we can come get you. I'm like, and that was about the time when I went out of that creepy like farm area into like a highway road and I was never more thankful to be on a highway. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, we'll come get you. I'm like, nope, I'm coming. It's just going to be slower. That's, that's, a, that's a tough call when that happens. Yeah. So I walked in and then I cried it out and, you know, I, I don't have no shame in crying when I'm in pain. So, but I, and that I, was your second leg of three. That was my second leg of three. Okay. And then I, I, I was so worried that I wasn't going to finish. I was so worried because you know what? It's, it's immortal. I want to finish my three legs if nothing else, you know? <clears throat> so, um, I got there, I took my Tums and I took some ibuprofen and we went and we had a meal and like I showered and I put my, my legs in like warm socks and massaged them and I was like, okay. And I hydrated more. I, I had some sleep. So when we woke up in the morning, I was ready to go. Like legs were good though? My legs were good and I ran eight miles. I'm so proud of myself. Eight miles. I ran six out of those eight. Good for you. And I just walked the rest and I'm like, you know what? I couldn't have done it better and I was so proud. That's really good. Yeah. That's a good feeling when you can knock it out of the park. Yeah. And, and especially when you're able to measure your success based on you, not based on what others have done. That's that's really awesome. Good exactly. for you. Yeah, and then I feel like Kentucky, how was how was the weather in that last morning? Oh my god, it was cool breeze uh -huh. with beautiful views. Kentucky was saying we're making nice with me, and it was saying goodbye in a nice way. <laughs> there were horses and cows and just beautiful views. Like, and, like, the, like the big rich farms. Exactly, and yeah. then like I felt like I was running in a dream. Like it was beautiful. That's so cool. Yeah. How was the finish line? 
Um, the finish line is always a party at Langston because, like, you know, you end up in the city in the middle. Of I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so it's like in the middle of like the downtown area, which is like in uh, between like hotels. Through so you go from farmlands into downtown Lexington. Into the, exactly. Wow. <laughs> and then all the all the <clears throat> distilleries they're lined up there, and you get like five tickets for free. Like you get free shots from uh-huh. these. So like people are yeah pretty pretty nice and having a good time. Happy after they're done. Yeah. Um, but I, the, there's like the one dollar a minute massages. So I got a massage. Um, we all got a massage because like Van One was dying by the end. <laughs> I bet. Right. So we enjoyed, we really enjoyed it. Um, it's a, it's a nice party. And then, um, we ended up going to a place called Bro, B-R-U. They have like really good burgers and they had the bourbon beer as well. So uh-huh. we, we had a, we enjoyed it. So that's really nice. That's really nice. But like I feel like we kind of glazed over how the course was. I feel like I feel like I'm missing a piece here. Like it's a race that I've always wanted to do, and I won't do because I'm retired. No, oh, but okay. but the maybe I'd be a driver. That's something I would consider being. Because that way, if you're a driver, I guess how many of your teams have had drivers? Hey, Kevin, I think you'll be bored. I think you'd want to run the 12 mile Ragnar leg for runner six. I think you're totally wrong. <laughs> my idea, though, is is because I'm retired from Ragnar after I got my immortal. Yeah. Um, is if I go back, I'm going to go back as the driver because that's just that's fun. You get to see everybody have their successes the same way you would if you were whatever, and then, but you don't have the beat down. You can sleep way more. Yeah. Even though you're the driver, because right. everybody's getting out of the van for the transition. Right. You can rack out. You'll enjoy it. I would. Um, the only I, thing is, as a driver, you won't be able to like drink as much. That's you know? okay. That's okay. That's, okay. That's, that's not. <clears throat> but anyway, so like the legs were were, the exchanges were nice, especially the big exchanges. So one of the big exchanges, um, I think it's the first one, the first big exchange between Van One and Van Two. It's also in a downtown near like a, a restaurant called the Copper and Oak. That's a good restaurant. Cool. I actually ate there this time and last time. And I didn't realize until like I went. I'm like, oh, I remember this like animal head on the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, did you guys redecorate? They're like, yeah. How do you remember? I'm like, I was here last year. How about that? <laughs> um, and there was imagine that it was 233 miles, no van support the entire course. So no van support means no one's handing you water and no one to stop. Like if you want to like give off something, you want to take off something, give it out, like or take something. It's just so hard. Sarah, that's how it's supposed to be <laughs> at all Ragnars. I usually don't like to I'm give that support. The yeah. events have gotten a little soft. It used to be a little harder. All right, Lumberjack. I'm calling you Lumberjack no, from man, now on. <laughs> and I can say this as an armchair quarterback. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing them. All but right. and, and again, if it's like... There's like there's the component of sleeping in the gymnasium. There's a component of sleeping in the car if the gymnasium's too loud or sleeping outside where it's cold. For me, that's that traditionalist kind of approach. You right. Know? Yeah. No, honestly I agree with you. I think it's it sleeping in hotels in the middle takes away from the experience. I know like, you know, just kinda like having somebody stop throughout to me, like stopping throughout the way. It's like you're 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 messing with my mojo, man. Like totally. I'm, I'm like I start running, and especially if it's like six to seven miles, that's kind of like that's like a sweet 
distance where sure. like you know the first three miles by the time you got used to it and you just get in the groove like you get somebody to stop like i don't want you to stop cheer me on and get the hell out of here like, yeah like <laughs> here's the deal if you i always told them if you, they're like do you want anything on the course i was like it's like five miles exactly <laughs> they're like well, okay well we didn't know if you wanted water or throw us your jacket or whatever i'm like well i'm gonna be wearing pretty much nothing <laughs> And I'll have enough water because I'm not in the desert. Like, I'm not going to die of thirst. But I mean, I appreciate, I really appreciate it. But I was like, yeah, cheer anywhere you want to. But I'm here to, I'm yeah, here to get I'm this thing to, done. Yeah, I'm going to get it done. I'm I'm get it get, done. Yeah. And and uh, but that's 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 neat. Yeah, but the fact that the Ragnar leg is 12 miles and it's really really hilly. Who ran that? Anybody I know? Uh. It's Mark, my my captain. So oh, he's cool. like, this is he's like he came. He actually wanted us to stop in the middle to give him because he doesn't like to run with anything but yeah. he had to take some water because it's a long um or like no that's totally fair yeah, yeah. and 12 then mile arc. forget about it. yeah and then they're like it was coupless so like even if there's water you have to have a something to put your water in to drink so um that's very ragnar so we could not stop and i tried i honestly looked for a place to stop to at least just catch let's just grab it from him but like i there was no place and there was pe people bands it was like you know the the one way one road. way yeah it's so hard so so another team was standing there you know even though they were not supposed to they took his gear and then they found him at the exchange that's and really they gave cool. it to him yeah so that's what i love about ragnar like people help each other like you know we stopped and asked somebody that looked really struggling like i was struggling at night and they're like hey do you need water do you need anything Tums, and he's like i'm good i'm good and i saw him make it to the end it was even though he was barely making Busted, it he was yeah. making it yeah that's cool yeah all right. So uh, how about some lessons or recommendations for somebody thinking about this? And make sure you do it with somebody you actually like mesh with because this is a tough course and you're going to need the more the like the mental support more than anything else. Like I honestly really enjoyed my van. We had like so much fun and we really supported each other. Um, you know, we you know, there's like the sarcastic BS and then, yeah, yeah. and then there's like that. Are you okay? Like, do you really need, like, do you need a hug? Like, I'll give you a hug, oh, you know? Oh, <laughs> like I came in crying and like there's Reese's come here. And then you, oh, you, raise <laughs> you are a Ragnar warrior on uh, number 11. There's no crying at number 12. <laughs> Speaking of which, where is number 12? Texas. Oh, yes. have you done that before? Nope. That's a good one. I, I heard it's hot. So. Let's, uh, well, it's like it sounds similar to your experience at Zion. Okay. Pretty brisk at night. Okay. Pretty darn brisk. The trail is exceptionally fast and easy. Oh, nice. That's me talking. I like I like non-technical fast trail. Okay. If I remember correctly, um, there is kind of a climb i don't remember which loop it was but there's kind of a climb that was the first ragnar i've ever seen somebody cheating yeah i actually saw runners cheating it was a oh. uh, they there's a downhill on the back side of a mountain and it was switchbacks but there were no trees but oh so was, they cut through it was, it was a long switchback like you go like you know 200 meters this way and then 100 meters this way and then zigzagging down the mountain this guy knew the course and was just going point to turn or apex of each turn straight down i was like and he and he kind of he kind of had his he saw me coming and he kind of moved his uh bib so his you can bib see so i couldn't number? see what number he was oh, i was like God. so wow okay there's some people are competing here so much so that they're cheating that's that's ego yeah. right there go ahead buddy no um but texas 
I encourage you to get there a little early and enjoy the downtown of San Antonio. All right. Wait, well, see, we flew into San Antonio. No, we're flying into Houston because we have people that are from Houston. So they're going to pick us up and we're going to drive there hmm. and then drive back. Those logistics. Those logistics. I mean, <laughs> how far of a drive is that? Four hours. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> what are you doing, Sarah? It's number 12. Fly right into the airport that – I mean, I remember I connected in Houston. So I flew from Houston to, to San Antonio, Antonio and it's a 45-minute drive from there. Um, Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, so. Oh, let me tell you what was funny too. Before, because we'll talk about it afterwards. But as I was flying out of Austin, I don't know why me and Jenny were flying separately. Maybe mine was super early in the morning, and hers was later. Um, and I got there at like five a.m. Or maybe she was the night before. I can't remember what it was. But the airport was playing music, and it was the same. Kenny Rogers song over and over and over again, no break. <laughs> and you know how you get there like an hour early yeah. or whatever. And I'm looking around and it's kind of a busy airport, but not super busy. Yeah. And like a guy across me, I said, Hey, buddy, do you hear this song? And he's like, What? I said, Do you hear this song? It's played. He's like, Yeah, it's played a few songs ago, didn't it? I said, No, it's playing every song. Every it's it's, it's on repeat. And uh, oh, it was um it was Lay Down Sally. Okay. And it was like nonstop. I started taking videos of myself kind of reacting to it because it just kept playing and playing and playing. And then I found out from Melissa and Brad Kerr who left like late, like four in the afternoon. I was there at like six in the morning, four in the afternoon. They said it was still playing. Yeah. Yes. That that was at the Austin airport, I believe. I think it was Austin. I flew into San Antonio and flew out of Austin. Oh, okay. Um, so, all right, cool. Does that wrap up Bourbon Chase? Yeah, I think so. Anything else? I can't honestly think of anything else. You're so tired. Fun. I am exhausted. I am exhausted. I'm like, my soul is exhausted. My body is exhausted. My hair is exhausted. Every part of my body is exhausted. <laughs> well, so today's Wednesday. So you, you got back on Sunday. I got back on Sunday, yeah. After that, that's four straight weeks of Ragnar. Yep. I'm still like, usually my recovery time is like by Tuesday, I'm all good. I'm like not even halfway there yet. And it's Wednesday. Right. <laughs> Go immortal. <laughs> Go immortal. <laughs> well, let's ask, I'm going to ask you this too. How many Ragnars after Texas do you have? I have Arizona and Florida. I'm actually, so I was going to like immortal and get my immortal medal in right, Florida, yeah. but I decided that I'm going to get it in texas i totally think that's smart and and uh and i want to walk around with it in arizona and florida because that's the only place where you kind of walk around with it and you're not crazy you're actually a hero that's right so. <laughs> um there's no chance you'll find replacements for your last two since you will have successfully gotten it well how would i do that okay that's fine <laughs> because I want I, like Arizona, maybe, but Florida. Everybody's gonna celebrate there. That is like, a good time. Let's go. Like, that is a good time. Go, go, drink around yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah, you were there last time. I remember that. Mm. That's a nice time. Yeah, I get it. I actually, last time when I saw you guys get your immortal, I was injured. I couldn't even run. I was just volunteering. There. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a. That was a great trip. It was a great time. Great race there. But I know in my heart, I was done. Yeah. I was. I remember in Texas. 
in Texas, I was counting down the laps. Yeah. That our laps, how many laps I had left before Immortal. Yeah. And I had it dead on 12. I did 13, but I had it dead on 12 um, at, in Florida. Uh, no, Vegas was my 12th. Oh. So my safety was Florida. Yeah. And um, I remember in Texas, Vegas was only two laps. And I remember on my second lap in Texas, I was like, Yeah. WTF, man. <laughs> this is just hard and it was cold on that on the yeah. mountain i remember at night on the night leg and i was like yeah I'm so grumpy about it it takes a vacation yeah and it takes it takes mental strength to actually get through that and then actually kind of like you so, have to yeah so to. now that you're tired mm-hmm. and before you get all high from getting your medal in the next texas right mm-hmm. i want to ask you now how many ragnars are you locked into for next year <laughs> I'm already signed up for two. Two. <clears throat> and I'm already I'm I committed for three more, so five total. Um How about that? How about how about that? I think I'm I'm look legit insane. <laughs> but I think all the Regnarians agree with me. It's like oh, when is the next high? But it's like you're so tired. You need to pay your bills. You have a kid. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's I think Jenny's locked in a six already. Six, and she just mentioned she's doing the buck 50 in Ohio and hood to coast. That's eight travel races. That is bonkers. We need to find, um, like a company that will pay us to run. Oh yeah. <laughs> you would be the second person that's brought that up to me recently. <laughs> oh. I was like, Hey, can we find a job that, Hey, just go run, make time and then we'll pay for everything. <laughs> I think what would be smart is to have sponsors. Well, that, but also have like a 10 person Ragnar team. Right. Where those 10 people are the 10 who always go to each race that you choose to right. go to, like a team. I don't know how you get it paid for, but then you don't have all those extra moving pieces. Right. You know how much each one's going to cost because, well, I don't know why I'm talking about that because I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Well, that wraps up Bourbon Chase. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Kevin. Appreciate it. Right on. What's up, Ragnar Runner? I am Sarah Albanawi, and I am a Ragnar Relay Ambassador. Consider me your top resource for your travel tips, packing, team building, or information about the venue, anything Ragnar. Find me at Sarah Albanawi on Instagram. Save 10% at registration by using my ambassador code SAAMB22. Today's conversation was brought to you by Bracken's Painting. You can find information about Bracken's Painting at www.brackenspainting.com for all of your residential and commercial painting needs. Give Bracken's a call.